What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. So we were right last time. What? We were like, Monday question mark? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very professional over here. Very. Always. I mean, we do best. Welcome back, everyone. Happy October 20th. Hope you're having a great month. Hope you're ready for Halloween. It's so exciting. I can't. I can't with it all. (laughs) Uh, What are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for you guys. Last night, family time. Aww. We painted pumpkins. Yeah. And I, I'm grateful for that. I'm, I've never painted pumpkins before. I've always carved. And what a nicer experience. So much nicer. Ugh, the ca- Carving pumpkins is a, just a, a project. And it smells and it's like sticky. And then your hands get like dry from the pumpkin guts. I saw a TikTok yesterday. Oh my gosh, I didn't save it. Oh, it was a little like he looked like he was two or so and he's carving a pumpkin and he went in with his hands to grab it and as he's going and he's going <laughs> and i'm like if this is not a listen not with pumpkins but yeah, like yeah. the whole gag reflex he was like, like gagging <laughs> hysterical hysterical damn it i should have shared it that is so funny <laughs> but yeah no it's it's definitely funner and it'll last you know you carve a pumpkin you go through all that work and you put it on your deck and the squirrels eat it and it just gets rotten and trash uh-huh. so quickly i mean i know they say you could put like some spray of whatever on it and it keeps everything away and keeps it looking oh, good oh really but it's I, I, it's so pretty carving is hard too yeah that shit is not easy you have to have the right knives <laughs> she's like it's it just, she's like yeah, mm, no it's just too much work <laughs> i do love roasting the seeds though like growing up that's like a memory that i have me and my dad would always roast the pumpkin seeds yeah uh, but then also you're sitting there sorting through all the fucking seeds for an hour and, and getting all that the, fuck it, I'll just go buy a bag of David's, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> David's, where are you? <laughs> For real. You can get the flavor too, Alyssa. <laughs> exactly. Much easier. <laughs> but now you can still use the pumpkin too, the, the seeds. Yeah. Definitely. I'm like, can you roast it with paint on it? Probably not. Probably not safe. I'm sure you could wash it off too. It's oh, acrylic paint. So oh. Probably just- Very true. Yeah, I made Benji on the front, a nice little black cat, and then I felt bad. Because all the other cats. So on the back, I made three bats in honor. So cute. Of all the babies. So cute. Everybody's pumpkin came out so cute. Oh my God. Yeah. Aaliyah's an artiste. She made an eyeball, but it like literally looks like like all the veins and like just like perfectly blended. And then what did Zane do? Zane just did like a funny like jack-o'-lantern face. Like with the eyes. Yeah. And then Jerry's <laughs> like, guess what I did before she turned around. I'm like, be, just be kind. She turned around. Be kind. <laughs> I, was like, I fucking so know you. So fucking predictable. <laughs> Damn it, so predictable, God. <laughs> did you put him on the front stoop? I did not yet, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Listen, after you guys left last night, it was... Exhaustion. Yeah. It was like, let me just get the food away and um, clean up a little bit and went to bed. Yeah. I mean, the pumpkins are still on the table, but we cleaned up the paints and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was tired. Yeah. Oh, I did laundry. I had to fold another uh, little laundry. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I know my place is just a disaster. This house right now. We're leaving for the wedding tomorrow. We're going to our friend Sarah and Carlo's wedding. It would have been done by the time we're pre-recording since we're leaving, but it was on the twelfth. Um, and I just have so much to do. There's like just shit everywhere. I'm not prepared. But today's Monday, and I'm gonna like really try to like grind everything out. Like no procrastination. 
Because I like to like eat my lunch and sit on the couch and watch a show while I eat and then I get distracted. It's like, no, not today, not Alyssa. Today. Well, yeah. because you have a, a timeline. You have, you have something to do tomorrow. You right. need to be done. So having that pressure, I think, is always it always helps with the motivation. You 100%. Know? Yeah. Like if I know I'm going somewhere, like I get my editing done quicker. Like yesterday, like I knew we had to be at your house by a certain time. So I was like, oh my God, let me see how much editing I can get done. Like I'm like way more productive that way. The more time you have, the more time you have to waste. Exactly. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just have a million things to do, but we're going to get it done. And even Zane, he's just the gem. He's like, don't worry, I'll drive. Because when we went to Lake City, like I edited in the car just fine. Like my car sickness didn't bother me. He's like, you got so much done last time. He's like, I'll drive. You can get shit done. I was like, thank uh, you. He's so cute. Yeah. But I also have to like exfoliate all my tan off and get on a new tan. Like there's just like, process. Now I'm op- wearing open toed shoes. I was not planning on that. Yeah, so I need to fix my pedicure. Look, too cute. Toes look cute. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. Um, I'll fill you guys in more on the trip. When you come when back. When we get back. Yeah. It's going to be cute. Um, I am grateful for safety. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jerry got me into this show that we talked about. I think we did, yeah. Lies, Crimes, and Video on Discovery+. Plus. And this shit is crazy. Now she understands the addiction, guys. She's always <laughs> like, how do you watch shit like that? <laughs> she comes over to my house yesterday. We watched episode two and three with you that night, right? When we came over here? Yeah. We watched two episodes with you. Bitch is already on season two. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my the addiction defense, is my friend real. came over and we were like, what should we watch? And I was like, this show's interesting. <laughs> And we both watched a few episodes together. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, Zane really likes it too. So it's nice that we have a show to watch together. Yeah. But okay, so safety, yes. Yeah. I like the real crime show shit. I don't really care. If, like you like like creepy like ghost and like paranormal, like stuff like that. I don't think I'd be interested in okay. like ghost hunters and stuff. Like shit like that. I don't or like paranormal activity kind of shows. See, but that to like me ghosts. is ghosts real, just as this is real to you. <laughs> it, to me, that's not blue eyes. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend anyone. Yeah. I'm, I'm slightly offended, okay? <laughs> because to me, ghosts ghosts are real spirits and that that Yeah, but I wanna see like real. real footage, like the person walking out of the store, like the crime scene. I hear like, you. I yeah. get it. Not yes. just like let's walk into this room and see if we can hear a voice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. So, like, I'm on that side of things. It's two different types of, like... I agree. Yeah. I like both, but I agree. But I yeah. would much rather watch what we're watching okay. rather than um, Freddy Krueger. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, to me, I'd much rather watch, like, true crime rather yeah. than, like, Hollywood made-up stories. Right. So, but I also am a very firm believer. Like, I believe in, like, dynamic possessions and stuff like that mm. so that kind of shit is whew, that's like next level for me yeah i don't like but, watching that yeah. stuff yeah like halloween type stuff yeah like creepy 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 like real crime stuff sure you know what so i mean now she's addicted guys <laughs> and yesterday was weird when we were painting pump pump pum- pumpkins who mentioned it zane brought that up yeah we watched an episode if you guys do watch this show on discovery plus lies crimes and videos season two episode one it's about the lululemon store it's crazy but we were talking about that and then somehow we got turned we we were talking about the las vegas massacre yes and wouldn't you know it was the very next episode talk about like what the 
fuck. Yeah, so we were like, we have to watch we this. We have to watch it because we just spoke about it. Which, that was crazy. Oh that was That one freaked up. me out a little bit. I was like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. That one's horrifying. But it's cool because they have all the police cam footage, like body cams. Like, they show a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, if that's going to, like, bother you, then don't watch the show. But there's, like, a lot of, like, real shit. And yeah. I find that interesting. Or, like, when they take, like, the suspect into the room and, like, interrogate them. And, like, they have it all on camera. See, like. They do it very well, too, do. that show. Murder Tapes is. Same thing. Almost. I would say pretty much the same thing, except you don't see the blood and gore. They kind of blur it out a that's little bit. Fine. Um, but as far as, like, the investigative process and who, they go and it's all body cam footage. It's, like, you're in the investigating mm-hmm. uh, room, like, mm-hmm. here in the interrogation room. Um watching them so when you're done with this i know you have a bit left but i would try murder tapes as well okay you know yeah this one murder is tapes is older yeah yeah okay good murder tapes is older yeah but it's um the same kind of process yeah. you know and a lot of i think i've like it it's a little bit more of a journey like uh-huh. oh this case went cold for two years and then we got a tip yeah and then they follow up on that tip kind of things you know so uh-huh. it's it's solved and it's it's very interesting to okay. me also, so yeah one of the ones from this show was unsolved at the end i was like what the fuck you just wasted 43 minutes and i'm for real <laughs> i was like have you seen anything call this number i'm like for real really oh uh, yeah that's and to me it's a waste of time when it's unsolved like that's the satisfying part and that show does it really well where they save like that plot twist for like the end yeah and like and this is what we found out and you're like no way that's crazy that yeah lululemon mom was fucked. fucked fucked that shit is crazy and i like that that show is more like it happened a few years ago it's not like back in 1987. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, right. It's like, oh, in 2017. And you're like, what the fuck? Right. That's like now. Yeah. That's yeah. like right now. Yes. No, literally. <laughs> so, yeah, I really like that show. So I'm grateful for safety because, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe it's just getting older. But, like, even coming home and, like, coming into our driveway, I just, like, I feel safe. And, like, I'm glad that I've never been put in a situation in harm's way like that i mean i'm a very cautious person and i don't put myself in harm's way <laughs> but yeah i just feel safe and i just i don't want to have the mentality of like oh nothing like that will ever happen to me because like it can happen to anyone but i feel like in general right i have a pretty safe life and also if you're watching these do you <clears throat> sometimes go why did you even go there? Like, yeah. like when we watched that one with the Walmart with the little girl. Yeah, yeah, like, like stupid. Certain things, it's like, but even if it teaches you something, if you get if you get something from it, like, a, oh, that's something I would have fell for kind of thing or right. whatever. It's like, it just kind of, it teaches you. I mean, this is real life shit mm-hmm. that's really happening every day. Mm-hmm. And it, in my opinion, it kind of just makes you more aware. You well, know? that's why I'm fascinated yeah. by kidnapping stories. Because I'm so fucking scared of getting kidnapped and like stuck somewhere or chained up somewhere or like somewhere I just can't escape. And so watching that stuff, I'm like, how'd you get out? How did this happen? You know? And like yeah. you learn shit. And I think that's why I'm fascinated by things like that. Oh my God. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That was another episode that messed me up. Like that one with the girl. Oh, uh, yeah. That could have been way easily avoided though. My goodness. Well, anyways, just watch yeah. the shows. Yeah, just watch the shows. So yeah. good. So yeah. good. So that's what I'm grateful for. So yeah, we painted pumpkins. It was nice. Um, 
That's really it. Yeah, we came home and I edited a little bit. We knocked. Okay. And now, what you've all been waiting for. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about sex, baby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's here. Finally. Yeah. We have a few to read. Let's do it. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Sex episode. My daughter found my dildo. What's up, wonderful ladies? I love you ladies and the podcast. I listen to it all the time. I'm the very lucky girl whose boyfriend emailed in our love story. And let me tell you, he is absolutely incredible. And I'm so lucky to have him. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. That's so cute. He will regularly come home and ask if I've listened to the podcast yet. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> let's get to the story. Oh my God, was, were you like freaking out when you heard us read that? That's and you were like, like is that, is that my boyfriend? Oh. Is that my, that sounds like my story. <laughs> Hi, boyfriend. We love you. (laughs) So after I split with my ex-husband, my daughters and I moved in with my parents. Sex in my marriage have been completely non-existent since before my younger daughter, who was seven months old at the time, was born. Needless to say, your girl got good at taking care of herself. I literally had one dildo. I only got a chance to use it when no one else was in the house because I was living with my parents, my little brother, and my two daughters. One one rare occasion that this happened. I'm on, trying to make sense of this. Sorry. On the rare occasion. On the rare occasion that this happened, I would enjoy myself, clean everything, and then wrap my dildo in a towel and put it under the bed far enough that it couldn't be seen. For reference, I tended to always keep my room pretty messy, but in defense, I had myself, my four-year-old, and my seven-month-old all in one room. My parents would just close the door and ask me to tidy up the room. Fast forward a year, my parents had built a house in North Carolina, and we were in the process of slowly moving their things from Pennsylvania to North Carolina. At this point, I had all but moved in with my boyfriend into our new apartment. I knew I wanted to pack my stuff because I didn't want to deal with the embarrassment of my parents finding my dildo. So one day, myself, my boyfriend's sister, and my daughter came to my parents' house to pick up some some of my stuff to take to the apartment and my mom wanted to go through some of the stuff in the house to see what in the house that they weren't taking with them that I would want. So we go upstairs and start talking about it, (laughs) about the dressers and my daughter finds one of her toys on the floor and sits down and starts playing with it. I told her to get away from the bed knowing that I didn't want her to find what I was hiding and went back to talking to my mom. She continues to play on the floor and starts looking under the bed. Out of nowhere, my daughter goes, Mimi, why is there a dog toy under the bed? And, <laughs> and she pops up with my dildo in her hand. I turned bright red, but man, did my mom and boyfriend's sister keep their cool. And my mom said, wow, that's weird. My daughter just shrugged, put it down and walked away. My mom looked over to me and said, well, at least you're taking care of yourself. <laughs> to make matters worse, a few months later, we went to visit my parents in the new house. We were all sitting on the back porch. The kids had gone to sleep and we were all joking around. My dad dropped a joke about a dog toy under the bed and I died right then and there. They still harass me about it to this day. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. (laughs) You know what's funny is you were like guarding that thing like a freaking security guard this whole time. 
and you let that happen. <laughs> She's like, every second you're like, I can't, I'll have to dildo under the bed. I can't, I can't let the dildo under the bed. I'm worried about the dildo. Watch out. Don't Push go it far enough back. Yeah. Yeah. You were so worried about the whole entire time. Couldn't stop thinking about it. And it still happens. Uh. <laughs> Listen, you may have re- been a little embarrassed, but I think like they handled the situation great. Wow, that's kind of weird. <laughs> I would have died Your mom's laughing. Response was great. Like at least you're taking care of yourself. <laughs> we love mom. Oh my god, that's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> okay, uh, embarrassing sex story. Hello, ladies. I'm a longtime watcher of the vlogs and have been listening to the podcast since day one. Thank you. Boy, do I have a story for you guys. Let's get into it. This was when I was around 18, 19 in my whole phase. Tinder was my best friend and sadly what I thought of my self-worth. It had, I'd only been in one relationship and unfortunately all toxic in different aspects. Well, one day I matched with this guy and he immediately invited me over to his place. I lived in Canberra, Australia at the time and I know people everywhere if I needed to be rescued. Okay. I get there and we have small talk, the warm up before we get nasty. Anyways, the sex happens and honestly, it was average. We finish, he finishes, and I satisfy him with a fake organ- orgasm so I can go home. And everything so far normal. I then get up, go to the bathroom as a lady should, and I'm sitting there on his toilet. I suddenly come overwhelmed, become overwhelmed, and dizziness and blurred vision. This is not normal. Next minute, I'm on his bathroom floor, still naked, wondering what the fuck happened. This poor boy runs to me, checks in, runs and checks on me, and I casually laugh as I'm so embarrassed. He gets me water, and we sit at, sit for a few minutes, and I feel fine. My head was pounding as I found out I smashed my head into the sink on the way down. But thankfully, no cuts. Possible concussion? Question mark. Definitely will bruise. Anyways, I go to stand up with his help, and again, I faint. Oh my I have now fainted twice in this stranger's house who I just <laughs> fucked. Needless to say, this is my most embarrassing but funny sex story of my life. He was so nice about it and let me go sleep in his bed for a good four hours afterwards while he studied. <laughs> oh, my God. Explaining the bruise to my mom was an interesting time the next day when I saw her. After that, needless to say, I went off sleeping around a bit. Met my ex through Tinder shortly after. Aww. I, now I'm with. Now I'm three years in with the most wonderful relationship with the most amazing guy, whom I met on Tinder. Aww. Here's a photo of us, and 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 as you sat and read through the entire thing, thanks for reading. I hope it gave you ladies a good laugh. Sorry, it was long. Oh, so she's cute. like, I was in my whole phase. <laughs> Oh, you look happy. Oh, that nice looking couple. So funny. That's a beautiful skyline. It is. Where is that? I guess Australia, maybe. Very pretty. Yeah, it doesn't look familiar to me at all. Beautiful. Probably Australia. See, this would have been one of the things I would have been fucking scared. Shit. You're like, passing out, knocking out four hours in the stranger guy. I what? know. I know. What? You must not watch crime shows. <laughs> Go start watching them, okay? <laughs> what about Aaliyah yesterday? Oh, that was fucked up. Fucked up. I was like Aaliyah. I was like Aaliyah. 
are you kidding me? My daughter's done this before. There was a couple of times she did this. My daughter, she, she, oh, what's the word? Volunteered. Thank you. She volunteered. <laughs> she volunteered to help out with a 5K, a local 5K run. Yeah. She's done this before. I've dropped her off. I've picked her up. She's usually like at the finish line at the water station with a banana and a cup yeah. of water. No. Yesterday's, so I have to drop her off at 6.30. Yeah, I think it was 6.30. Mm-hmm. It was still dark out, like yeah. dark. And as we're pulling up, I'm like, wow, this is not safe. I don't see people. And then as she gets there, the first thing I do is he gives her a vest, like a reflective vest. So I'm like, okay, she's got a reflective vest. And they're setting up tables. I assume that's where my daughter's going to be. No. So she gets in a car with one of the Chamber of Commerce guys in the local uh. town. He drives her to a corner where she's just, as the runners are running by, directing them what directions they're supposed to go. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, what? I wish I would have done this. Like, yeah. How? How? Like, she said to me, she's like, man, I could have been kidnapped. Yeah, she's like, oh, he worked for, I'm like, you don't know that. He was wearing a, I don't care. One and of I, the ones we watched, the guy was dressed up as a as a SWAT police guy, and he uh, wasn't. Uh, yeah, I'm like just community hours you want for that National Honor Society. I mean, how what is it worth? <laughs> like, hello. But I mean, in fairness, she was texting me, and like, she's like, it's cold, it's dark. She goes, uh, I think the last runners, and I'm like, how do you know the last runners went by? She goes. <laughs> Mom, because they said they were the last runners. She's like, uh, I was like, can I come pick you up now? So she's like, I don't know. She goes, I'll let you know. So and then she texts me. She's like, guys, coming to get, you know, just got me going back to a place. You can make your way over now, right? So I go, well, how big was the race? She's like, oh, it was probably like 20 people, maybe 30. Like here I am thinking like the ones she's done have been like, like thousands. Yeah, yeah, hundreds or thousands of people. So this one was just, but that to me is more nerve wracking. For real, there's no one around. There's nobody else around. Right, exactly. I agree. I'd rather be surrounded by a ton of people than exactly. no one. And this is the first time that she was put like on a street by herself two miles away from where the. That's absurd. Yeah. yeah. I would have been angry. And I think it's because she's a senior. I think right. like the juniors or like underclassmen were at giving bananas and drinking water. You know, I guess maybe yeah. they think like you're older, you can handle yourself. But no, I was not happy about that. No. And I guess there's nothing you can do because she was volunteering. Mm. It's not like a thing that she like, I don't know, like paid for a ticket for or right. or they were Put like super responsible for. together then. Not yeah. just one. Like yeah. that bothered me. But yeah. Anyways. Thank God she's okay. Thank God we live in a safe town. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Funny slash embarrassing sex stories. What's popping? Listen, Jerry. Alyssa, I just want to thank you. I've been binge watching your videos for almost three years now. You've gotten me through some of my hardest days in nursing school. And thank you both for making this podcast possible. It has kept me awake during my long early drives to and from clinical and now my job. I've been meaning to email in since one, day one, but I was too scared. My boyfriend actually encouraged me to do so. I was on the verge of a meltdown today and trying to find a school to be an RN or for an RN or BSN program that meets my needs. On top of navigating my new job as a nurse on couplet care postpartum, he said, why don't you go watch Alyssa, your favorite YouTuber, to help with the stress? And he even spelt your name right. I'm laughing because you spelled my name wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she did up top. She spelled your name right. Just right there. It's A-L-I-S-S-A. You spelled your name. (laughs) Sorry. Love you. It's just funny. (laughs) 
<laughs> he rarely watches your videos or listens to the podcast because I ended up turning it off to spend time with him. So it honestly shocked me that he actually knew your name and noticed that it was my outlet for stress relief. We've been dating for five years, but he knew what we knew each other for seven and a half. That's an email for another day. Thank you so much. That's very sweet. So and cute. we love your boyfriend for that. Green flags. <laughs> Anyways, I figured I'd tell you two quick funny slash embarrassing sex stories. One time, my boyfriend and I finished doing the deed and he got up to get a towel. <laughs> Sorry, but like when he said email in, did he mean like advice for your stress or like to embarrass him on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's getting a little bit of both right now. <laughs> he's going to be like, I didn't say to email our embarrassing <laughs> sex stories. <laughs> She's like, you said I could email. You didn't specify what. <laughs> She's like, no, that one's for another day. <laughs> I've got to get this off my chest first. He's like, I thought you were going to send your love story. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Okay. One time, my boyfriend and I finished doing the deed, and he got up to get a towel. I had to pee so badly, so I decided to get up and go to the bathroom and hope that nothing slid out on my travels. <laughs> That's the worst, the run to the bathroom. You're like, <laughs> with, with a tissue between your legs. <laughs> oh that's funny well as soon as i started walking i started to queef i stopped dead in my tracks and we both started laughing i woke worked up the courage to keep walking and every step i took was followed by musical queefs this made us laugh even harder and every ha 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 well you guessed it was followed by a queef each one also pushed out of the millions of sperms that ended up running down my legs we still laugh about this to this day i don't remember what positions he had me in that night but damn he pumped me full of air and gum i think it's really funny because jerry doesn't really get grossed out by a lot but like the thought of cum dresses her out she's like it does she's like oh ew that's just what i just it's it's like i don't like my condiments (laughs) that's why (laughs) you're scarred have you been to a traumatic experience are you okay you know (laughs) well (laughs) and tell me this isn't like this this is shit is like ew when it drips on your lip yeah it's you know as soon as you're done you're like tissue 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 just hurry up just give me something and then you hold the tissue t-shirt tissue towel something it's the worst when you don't prepare and you're just sitting there you're like don't pull out yet we didn't prepare and then you're like rolling over (laughs) trying to done that way too many times we're like all right slowly roll over is there check if there's tissues in the nightstand is there a shirt on is there a shirt on the floor as soon as you're done fuck we didn't prepare it's like all right just take my t-shirt off just give me something so gross to me you hold the tissue and you're like wobbling to the van and you're like quick it's coming out oh my god i guess we find this very very relatable the best, uh, way, the best position is when you're on top. You can just squeeze it out. <laughs> I'm leave, leave it all on him. <laughs> That's your problem now, bitch. That came out of you. Go ahead. Now stand up and try to walk to the bathroom with it dripping down your belly. Tell us how it feels. So okay. then I can get up and get, you know, <laughs> no. the materials. <laughs> Ew. I'm crying. That's okay. So funny. 
Jeez, we didn't even get Friday through this fucking email. <laughs> it's just too relatable. Like, shit, you didn't get tissues? I didn't get tissues. They have fucking musical quiz stuff. <laughs> oh, man, it's fucking hysterical. And it starts dripping down your leg. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm done. Oh, I have abs. <laughs> okay. She has another story. I have a headache and like all I this know, laughing is making my headache worse. Damn it. I need a sip of water. Oh my God. Okay. Not <clears throat> down the legs. <laughs> Not the dripping. <laughs> when you're like penguin walking. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Another story when we first started dating. I had just finished my period a few days ago and we were eager to have sex. At this time, I was on the pill and it really dried me out. So as time went on, I kept thinking to myself, wow, this feels amazing. I'm finally wet. Once we were done, he got up to get a towel. As he turned on the bathroom light, he says, uh, babe, and turned around. All all I see is red. I quickly jump up and try to clean him up ASAP. In my mind, I thought that if I did it, he wouldn't see it and he'd forget about it. Crazy, right? He kept telling me that it was okay and that he could do it. After we were both cleaned up, he looked at me and asked what was wrong. I completely lost it. I was mortified and I kept pushing him away. It was a nightmare that no girl ever wants to go through. He finally grabbed uh, grabbed me and pulled me in clothes and just held me. He kept telling me that it was all right and that it's natural and I should not be ashamed of myself. I'll never forget this moment because it was when I realized that I was dating a man who respected and cared about me. I attached some photos of us from when we were younger and now. He struggles with alopecia and his hair and eyebrows started to randomly grow back a few years into dating him. I always joke and say that it was caused by stress and that I took it all away. (laughs) That's all. I'll probably email in more often now. And by the way, I do lick my tampon applicator before inserting it. She gets dry after yanking one out and wiping before inserting a new one. The butt wipes don't add enough slack for a smooth transition. So it's a must. (laughs) I've done this. Sorry, I was processing what you said. I've done this since the 10th grade. All thanks to my friend telling me the secret. Thanks for listening. Love you both. Girl, I relate to you. (laughs) We are one in the same. I like you. Oh, so cute. That's such a good looking couple. Uh, (laughs) It's funny, but (laughs) it's funny because I'm just picturing. See, now I can see your face and now I'm like picturing you walking to the bathroom with your penguin fucking stance with the jizz running down your legs. Oh my god. That's funny as shit. So cute. (laughs) It's nice to have a real man. Okay. Sex. Please help. Hey ladies, this is this is a long one and maybe all over the place. My husband and I have been together for 14 years, and this has been the biggest problem by far. In those 14 years, he has only made me finish, I would say, about 10 times. And nine out of ten of those times, he was drunk. I will say that I was very shy and awkward, awkward to address the problem for so long. So I will say part of this is my fault. But since telling him, I would say I've been pressing on it for about three straight, three years straight now. I've addressed it somewhat prior, but it's been more seriously talked about in the last three years. It's such an awkward and vulnerable subject to talk about. So anyways, I'm an external finisher, so sex alone is not enough. The problem is he will only eat me out for like 30 seconds and some and the same with his fingers. He will rub me for less than a minute, for less than that and stop. I told him that foreplay is 
is very much extremely important to me and complete, com- complete, and a complete ne- necessity for me. He honestly just gets straight to it and sticks it right in. And when he's finished, it's done. Nothing for me. The sex feels great, but there's nothing. It's just not enough and just doesn't make me finish. He's great with his fingers and great eating me out. So it's not like there's an issue there. He just doesn't seem to prioritize me and care to make me finish. And doesn't do it long enough for me to finish. Honestly, this has made me so insecure and so uncomfortable in the bedroom. Like in moments where I can tell he's into it and wants me to do things. And then shy, and then all shy and awkwardness goes straight out the window. Part of the problem is that he's only into and... Part of the problem is that he's only into it and will please me no longer than 30 seconds when he's drunk. When he's sober, I've only finished like one time just because he doesn't have the, any general interest in doing it. He says it takes too long. She said, I take too long. He said that I take oh, too long. Oh, he says, I take too long. Wow, I'm sorry for you. Uh, I told him that I feel like he could get me right there. Starting out in 10 to 15 minutes of foreplay, which I feel like isn't too much to ask for, right? Or am I wrong here? I need longer than 30 seconds. And if he wants me to finish in 30 seconds, then we can break out my bullet, which I absolutely love. We just bought it about four months ago, and he's only used it on me once. He was there... um, He was there and all when we bought it. I used it all the time on myself during solo play. I honestly, to the point of and embarrassed to pull it out and use it on myself during sex, which I know sounds completely ridiculous. I know if he was giving me frequent orgasms, I wouldn't even have to feel this way. I just feel in mind, why do I have to rub my clit every single time we have sex? I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, so correct me please, but I feel like, in most healthy sex relationships, I hear about their partner is always wanting to give them an orgasm. And sometimes you just get yourself off with a little help or something along the way, but feel like it should be mostly your partner wanting to make you feel that way. And maybe it's even a mix of the two, but I feel awkward if the person has to get themselves off every time you have sex because your partner has no interest in getting you off. I honestly feel so undesired, unsexy, and confidence just drops away. I feel like I want to cry because I get so frustrated. And it's just a shitty feeling to when your partner doesn't want to give you an orgasm. Um, I would get if he doesn't like to eat out. Be- <laughs> eat out. <laughs> um, because I know not everyone is into oral, but I love it so much. But fingers are good too, you know. And I deep down wish he would just do the same for me. I wish I would just open my legs and say, eat me out. He would never, though, unless he's drunk and I have to put sexy lingerie and heels on for him to do it, which I absolutely would, but shouldn't have to. There should be some sort of balance. Like, I'm your wife. Can't can't I just be lounging around in clothes sometimes and no makeup and just take it off and get the same result? I see all these TikToks of these women saying, I can look like this 100% of the time and know I'm getting laid tonight. And I so wish I could relate and have a husband that would just do, would just do, would would just be so into me and I have a reaction like that. I honestly feel so ugly and unattractive and just cry at myself anytime I try to put makeup and dress on, dress up or make myself take a, or even take a selfie. I just want to cry how horrible I look. 
I just don't see any beautiful, anything beautiful about myself anymore. I try to rediscover myself and feel beautiful again on my own and want nothing more than to be confident again. But this whole thing has really messed me up. How could I be, be this seductive person my husband wants but won't please me uh, first? How do I become this runaway model for my husband to want to please me? This truly sucks. I've talked to him about it, even gone to couples and sex therapy. And honestly, we don't even have money for the therapy. Oh, talk to him about going to couples and sex therapy. Thank you for fixing that. (laughs) Um, Please uh, help. And sorry, it's long. If you need any more context, we'll let you know. I'll, I'll add anything else you may need. Sorry. Give all the advice you can. No hard feelings. Love you, ladies, both been here since the start oof um it sounds like he's not into you like it sounds like he doesn't want to have sex it's a chore for him he's not physically maybe attracted or there and you deserve better all right so You've been together for 14 years. He's your husband. How was it before? Was She's it only ever finished agreed? 10 times in their whole relationship. That's, that's terrible. And I feel really bad for you. I, I mean, what man, like you're right. When you say that you're, when you sort of question, like I might be wrong, am I wrong? You're not wrong in saying that most, in most relationships, each partner want to, get their partner to orgasm. I mean, that's the point. You want to sexually please and Mm -hmm. make them feel good. The fact that he is not your interest, interest. like that's really, really sad. And I don't know, that's definitely not healthy in your sexual relationship, but just all around. Because if my husband wasn't, wasn't wanting to go out of the way to make, make sure I feel, and this is not just an, in regards to sex and anything to make me feel comfortable and safe. And you're sitting here feeling like shit yourself. You're like, I, I don't like the way I look and who I am. And I can't, you know, like I don't even like putting on makeup, like all of this stuff, like his lack of interest in you in the bedroom has caused so much more damage in your life. Like even outside, like your day-to-day living, like you don't even feel like getting dressed up anymore. I mean, that's it's so so sad to me and i'm sorry i had a little difficult time with your email but yeah i think you um may have skipped a few sentences oh but there is a part here where she actually says he's told me he always made his exes finished he also told me that i need to do something to change myself outside of sex and that if i change myself then he would start giving me orgasms oh girl no, I don't know about you guys, but that rubs me the wrong way. Why would you withhold your partner from giving them orgasms? Because you feel like they need to change something about themselves outside of sex. No. I want to know what your relationship is like outside the bedroom. Also. Is he the same with other things in life? Is he not attentive to you? Does he not pay attention to you? Does he not take you out to dinner? Like... What is the relationship outside of this? Because if you have this same relationship where he is not caring about your feelings and just judging you and all these things outside of the bedroom as well, then I would say sayonara is time for a new man because that's not somebody that you deserve. 
Okay, I don't even see that line. What did you say? Like, she needs to change herself? Um, he always told me that he always made his exes finish. He also told me that I need to do something to change myself outside of sex. And that if I change, then he would start giving me orgasms. Girl. <laughs> what does that mean? Like maybe change like maybe they like fight. Like of... if they fight a lot or like he thinks she has an attitude. Like why well, I need to know how your relationship is outside of the bedroom. Because you know how we've gotten emails where they're like, oh, like our relationship is not good. Therefore, like it doesn't make us want to have sex. You know, like everybody has that problem sometimes. So it's like, because if you're not doing good, then you're not obviously like right. sexually attracted to each other. So like what's going on outside of the bedroom? But if he's willing to like, like you said, she said it in here. Like if you're willing to have sex with someone, but you have no intention of making them finishing, then it's like, what's Why the Why bother? Yeah. Because he's not doing it for you. If he was doing it to satisfy your needs and just to make you happy, then he would work on satisfying your needs and make you happy. Yeah. Like if you're going to do it to satisfy her, then do it right. You know, so that's like... He, that's not the reason he's doing it you know like <laughs> also we could be lying like oh i always made my exes finish yeah maybe they like, maybe you just need to take a little lessons i don't know i think this is horrible especially the Me fact too. that like she needs to fix herself on the outside or whatever that sentence is that i don't even know where it is on my email i'm sorry i missed <laughs> it but um I, I I don't understand. And I don't understand why he thinks that like 30 seconds of going down. Like, are you kidding me? Like the what? fact that you finished 10 times in 14 years, that's not even once a year. God. Like if I didn't finish once, I'd be like, this is a problem. Like, I'd be like, let's work together. Let's fix this. Yeah, we need to know more. We need to know more on like outside Outside of your marriage, why you decided to marry him? Like, is he great in so many other ways? Do you have children? Did your sex? He's a ten. Your libido but... change. Like, what happened that now he's like, well, if you change yourself on the outside, then things could be different here. Yeah, like, like change what? That's just so ugly. Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what change. Like, for somebody to say that to somebody, I think it's just your husband. This is your husband telling you, well, if you change this, then maybe I there's a certain way to you. say it. There's Are a certain way to say it. Like, me? yeah, like. Every time you come, like, every time you come home, I feel like you're throwing me an attitude, da-da-da. Like, maybe you should change and work, work on that. It doesn't make me really, like, sexually attracted to you. Completely different. Yeah, like, I want to know what he said. Yeah, I, I feel really bad for you. And me too. I kind of want to, like, have a sit down with your husband and be like, this is how you treat somebody. Uh, <laughs> you know, because this is just not okay. Yeah. This is not okay. Yeah. I need to know more. Same. And I'm sorry I didn't do great on your email. That's okay. I'm sorry. It just it sounds like things outside of the bedroom are not good. To me, that's what I'm gathering from this. So let us know. Yes, please. Send in another. Give us an advice email. Yeah. And fill in all the blanks. Refer to the, like, edit. What is it? Respond? Reply? Yes, please reply to the Yeah, reply email. to this email. This way we can connect the two when we read yeah. it. Okay, depression sex. Is it me? Hi, ladies. You said you needed sex emails, so I started thinking about recent sexy times with my boyfriend, and I honestly couldn't come up with anything to write in until tonight. Sorry, Jerry, if you're reading this. It's long, and I hope it's legible. Got you. A little backstory. My boyfriend has been struggling and feeling, struggling with feeling depressed and overwhelmed due to having four children and running a company with 200 employees. That'll do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
He talked to his doctor and they decided that he would try a serotonin enhancing medication. This medication is supposed to open up his world and make him happy about all things in life. He has been on it for a few weeks now and he's been so happy, go lucky, and has felt absolutely great in all aspects of life. So I thought, well, today I was dirty texting him and telling him my plans for us tonight and he was playing along, entertaining the whole idea. It was great. Tonight comes along and he's very shut down. I keep trying to cuddle him and make hints. I want to start fooling around and he kind of resists. Finally, I just start telling him straight up how much I want him and we start things up. After an hour of foreplay and a little actual sex, he says that he can't get off. I, of course, get kind of upset because he has never had this problem before. I had a baby three months ago and I've gained a little weight, so I'm not sure if it's me or what. He then tells me ever since he has gotten on the medication, he hasn't had any desire to have sex. Apparently, he's been faking it every time we have had sex since our son was born. He admits to getting off the one time I found a crusty towel by the bed and apparently when he showers. I don't care if he masturbates, but now he says that he can only get off by himself and that it's just extra work to have sex. I don't know how to feel about this. I told him I understood. I know depression medication can have the libido effects, but it seems like he doesn't even mind <clears throat> Excuse me. not being interested in sex. It's devastating. Sex is a big part of our relationship and it's a major thing for us to give up. The thing that bothers me the most is that he can still finish alone, but not with me. If this continues, I'll be the next one going to the doctor for depression. I tried talking to him about it, but he just says that it's normal, that there's nothing I can do to fix it. He says that it's just old and broken and he accepts it. He is just old and broken and he accepts it. I'm lost. I need advice, words of encouragement, something, anything. I don't want this to negatively affect our relationship any more than it already has. How do I handle this? P.S. I attach some pictures of our baby for your enjoyment. <laughs> so freaking cute. So adorable. Um... First of all, don't blame yourself. As you started this email, like look back and what you started this email with. His depression has nothing to do with you. It's his life. Right. Like what he's going through with work and right. your children and everything. Um, and so don't blame yourself. I think that he's just probably going through a lot right now. A lot of changes like, you know, with the medication and everything. Yeah. I'm going to give you firsthand advice, uh, firsthand, <laughs> my firsthand advice, not advice, that's not the word, experience, that's the word. God knows these last three year plus years, I've been on so many different fucking medications and the fact that I miss Queen Horn Dog over here at so many points during these last three years have had absolutely zero desire and it sucks. It would fuck with me mentally because it's like your girl wants to get it on, but there was like no get up and go. my get up and go get up and went like it just <laughs> I had zero desire. And he's he, this is hard because you said it yourself he's so happy go lucky and like he's just handling life so much better now being on this medication but now that's suffering. So there's other sort of medications that he could try to see if one has less effect on his libido because sex is a huge part in a relationship. And maybe he's feeling so happy after feeling that 
being so depressed and stressed and everything else, then maybe he's not wanting to give up or try something different because he's mentally in a much better spot. And then physically, he's like, well, shit, if I can get off in the shower, like he's feeling satisfied all around. So he thinks like, like, I feel like he's like too much for him. He's like, let me just do it quick. Right. Yeah. But obviously it's going to take a toll on her. So I would see if you could talk to him maybe about trying a different medicine, uh, lowering a dose maybe, or um, maybe even a male enhancing sort of thing. You know, Mm. maybe there's some sort of even natural like a, uh, like aphrodisiac sort of thing to get him back into the mood, to get him to have that desire with you. Because, I mean, you don't want him to stop the medicine and then go back to being a depressed person who's just miserable with life, you know? Yeah. So I feel like there's got to try to, you got to try to find a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, me, uh, I would say like worst case scenario because I know ever was, <laughs> ever was ever so patient with me <laughs> these last three years. I mean, there were times that like, you know, you know my bad times list. I could not even like a flailing, flailing fish on the floor. <laughs> I could not even, literally, could not move. Mm-hmm. And I have a husband who's fifteen years younger than me, who obviously has a very high libido, who wants sex all the time. I had to do things differently. Yeah. So pivot. Maybe you need to do things a little differently from now on, you know, like just until he's able to find that balance. This way you don't feel neglected. This way he doesn't feel neglected, but maybe just pivot a little bit away. Maybe actual sexual intercourse, let him play with you. And maybe you just jack him off and get him to finish that way. And maybe he can get you to orgasm with him using his fingers. Like maybe sexual like penetration he can't deal with, but that doesn't Mm. mean there's not other ways to get each other off. Yeah, I think that's actually smart. Be like, listen, you don't have to do anything to me. Like let me, when you want to master me, like let me do it. And if you, you don't have to do anything to me. Don't worry about it. Like start there, like no pressure. And if you change your mindset, because I know this happens to me where it's like, I'm in control, bitch, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can tease the fuck out of him, but that can get mm-hmm. you off as well. Cause mm-hmm. I know, I'm, I know it does for me. Like if I know I'm in control and I'm pleasing him to all ends, that makes me, you know, feel yeah. great. Yeah. So I think that's, try that. Yeah. Be like, and also talk about the adjustment of medicines. Yeah. Yeah. But be like, we don't have to have sex. Like, but when you want to do that, like, let me do it. Yeah. It doesn't have to lead to anything else. Like start there and see if he's like, cool with that. Yeah, because that might be, give you that boss bitch, like, I'm mm-hmm. in control, I'm going to, you know. And then who knows, it'll lead to, yeah, you know, could you lead to know. other things. Aww. Baby's absolutely adorable, and I really do wish you the best of luck. Same. Okay, vibrator story. Hey, ladies, this has literally just happened to me, but I had to share this with you. I bought myself a vibrator online, and the other day, and it just arrived today while my partner was out. I decided to try it out, but I didn't have any batteries in the house, so I had to take them out of our TV remote. One remote didn't have the right size batteries, so I tried the other remote. I quickly put the batteries back into the remotes, and that was that. My partner had just come home and tried to put the TV on, and it wouldn't turn on. We tried both remotes, but neither were working. He turned to me and said, how has both batteries run out at the same time? I'm currently lying here trying not to laugh, watching him search for the new batteries. Oh, my. You have to admit this to him. That's hysterical. (laughs) Honey, you want to turn me on? (laughs) You have to tell him. That's so funny. That's pretty funny, actually. (laughs) 
Okay. Relationship relationship slash sex advice, please. What's poppin', ladies? I just wanted to say that I love and appreciate you both so very much. I'm writing to you, ladies, as an act as de- of desperation as I'm standing in the shower crying because of my relationship. Wow. Before I get into it, let me give you some context. My boyfriend and I have been dating for two years now. We met at work while I was still with my ex-boyfriend. As time passed, we got very close to each other, and I eventually dumped my ex for him. We moved into an apartment together after only 10 months of dating. Throughout these two years of our relationship, we have gotten into a lot of bickering and big fights that that have almost led to multiple breakups. Two months into our relationship, my boyfriend told me that he was bored of the sex, so we tried some Kama Sutra. What is that? It's like... Like, um, positions, like, oh. like, yeah, it's like a book of like positions. Oh, and like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like a deeper level sort of thing. He never brought up his, quote, boredom until today. We were on a date after I begged him so many times that I wanted to go to Dave and Buster's, an arcade with a bunch of games in a bar. Oh, we know Dave and Buster's. We grew up with Dave and Buster's. We were driving home when he tried to get me to give him roadhead. He told me that if I wanted to keep being happy with him, that I have to try new things in bed because he's bored. He also told me that, quote, that if I'm bored now with the sex, imagine a year from now. Those words completely destroyed me. My thoughts immediately went to the worst. He's going to find someone else to have sex with because I'm not satisfying him in that department. I'm not the type of person that is very sensual and sexual. I am shy and insecure in myself, and I hate the way that I look, and I hate my body. I've tried to make moves on him, but when I do, he doesn't seem to notice, which makes me not want to try at all. I am so scared that I'm going to be cheated on because he is, quote, bored of our sex. Now, it's not 100% vanilla. I call him daddy. He chokes me, spits in my mouth, and we bring out my vibrator every now and then. And even though his fingers do a better job, I'm just not sure what to do. If I can please get some advice on how to spice up my sex life, that'd be deeply appreciated. i also so sorry for the long email. I tried to condense it because I had so much more to say. I've attached some pictures of us so that you can have faces to the story. P.S. I sent this from my iPhone, so I don't know if the pictures are too large. LOL. Pictures are perfect. You guys are adorable. You're gorgeous. Sexy as fuck, too. Look at that ba- that bathroom Ooh. selfie. <laughs> that bathroom selfie, selfie girl. Damn. Oh, this is hard. It definitely does not sound like your sex is vanilla at all. Yeah, definitely not. Two months into their relationship, he started being bored. Like, ask him what he wants. If you're bored, tell me what you're interested in. What are you looking for? Yeah. Because they tried the different positions. Yeah, I, I have to tell you, though, like, if he's two months into bored and he's commented about being boring, boring in the bedroom, gotta try something new, gotta do this. Uh, he might be just some sort of like a sex addict, which like, isn't necessarily a bad thing. But if you're not that way, this could definitely be a relationship deal breaker. Yeah, because he's like you know, super kinky, yeah, like because, wants crazy shit, and you're just like, whoa. And I she's just like, want vanilla sex sometimes. And I'm sitting here insecure, not feeling great about myself, and then I'm having my man tell me that I'm bored in the bedroom. That's only going to destroy and knock right. me down more. So yes. I agree. Find out exactly what it is that he wants. Ask him, like, straight up, what can I do to make you? Yeah. If he's so set on the fact that he's bored, then he should be so set on what he wants. Right. 
And turn it on him. Yeah, I'm bored too. <laughs> bring, yeah, your better, right? bring your better game. Tell me, like, you guys need to have a very open conversation about this and see what's, what his expectations are because I don't care how much you love a person. If your sexual connection is so completely off, I don't think it could ever be a truly healthy relationship. Because then, look, you're already saying, I'm worried he's going to cheat on me. Like, that's not a great way to be in a no, relationship. You don't want to feel like fear, that. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. definitely not. But I definitely think he needs to be open and honest. Like Liz said, just say, okay, well, what do you want? What do you expect? Yeah, and if he comes at you with things that you're like, whoa, that is not for me, and you're just, like, worried he's going to cheat on you, then, yeah, it's probably not a relationship that you want to be in. And Because it seems like, you know, you do a decent amount of things in the bedroom that make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just want chill sex and it doesn't seem like he's that type of guy. Right. So like if it's not going to work, it's not going to work. And also, if you're willing to give a little on his end to be more um, appeasing to him, then what more can he give you? Because a lot of the times, like I notice like in a relationship, this person might want more, 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 more of this or that Mm -hmm. or this or that. But what are you willing to give? Mm -hmm. Like Like, compromise. Yeah, like he's going to need to give you something like maybe outside the bedroom that'll make you, if it's something that you're willing to compromise with, like if you're willing to maybe go a little extra to appease him in the bedroom, then he needs to be able to go a little extra on the outside to make you feel like it's that you're getting something from the relationship or even in the bedroom like compromise like we don't have to have crazy porn star sex every time we have sex right yeah like that's okay yeah you definitely conversation needs to be had and you need to be true to yourself and is this something because even at two months in i mean now it's two years but two months in he already started expressing the boredom and to me that's like a little worrisome like you know that's a little yeah I don't know. Yeah. Conversations need to be had and you need to be real with yourself in a way of like, is this the person for me? Because is there something that he desires that I can't give him? Yeah. Point blank. That's so sad. Oh, right. It's sad again. It's like sad when you connect with somebody on so many levels, but then one thing is off and then. But that one thing, like sex, is such a big thing, you know? Like not everybody's yeah. going to match perfectly and everybody's going to have, I mean, that's what makes a yeah. relationship whole is by being yeah. two different people coming together, you know? But when something, such a huge part of a relationship is off, it's just, Yeah, and that's, that's a hard. valid thing to be worried about because it's like, shit, I'm not giving him what he wants. Is he going to go find it elsewhere? Yeah. You know, like that's valid. It's like yeah. unsettling. But maybe she needs a little more of that emotional where she, who knows, you know, like sometimes some of that emotional, emotional fulfillment. If you, if he's making you feel so great, wonderful about yourself, maybe you'd want to express yourself differently in the bedroom. So that's where the conversations need to be had and expressed. But like Liz said, be true to yourself. Yeah. And um, yeah, if it's something that's going to be able to be compromised on both ways. Yeah, totally. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Um, We hope you had a great week and we hope you have a great weekend. And um, we will talk to you all on Monday. If you would like to support our podcast, link down below, $2.99 a month. You get our episodes early and you don't have to listen to ads. So go check that out. We appreciate it. And we appreciate when you rate us five stars on Spotify. Helps us a lot. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Send in your emails, agamilpodcast at gmail.com. All of the above. Sex advice, 
relationship advice, mother-in-law, father-in-law, sisters, brothers. We want it. We want it all. <laughs> Go to our Instagram, hit the email button, and you can send them right there. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <gasps> okay, love you. Bye. Bye.